Hello and welcome back to the Jeff Andrea Show here on February 26th. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me here in the middle of the week. Yes, it is Wednesday, the middle of the week, as I just said. Hump day, if you will. It all goes downhill from here, both in the week itself and in this show. It is time for That's Whack Wednesday. It's That's Whack Wednesday. Air Whack! This is Gear Whack! New evidence suggests that women who drink as little as one cup of dairy milk per day could increase their risk of developing breast cancer by up to 50%. Researchers say the observational study gives fairly strong evidence that dairy milk or factors closely related to the consumption of dairy milk is linked to the development of breast cancer in women. By drinking up to one cup per day, the associated risk went up to 50%. And for those drinking two to three cups per day, the risk increased further to 70% to 80%. That is crazy. No, wait. I mean, that is. Yeah, researchers followed the dairy consumption of nearly 53,000 women across North America for eight years as part of the study, which compared dairy and soy product consumption. Participants' family history of breast cancer, physical activity, alcohol consumption, medication use, and reproductive and genealogical history were all taken into consideration. Now, by the end of the study, 1,057 new breast cancer cases had been diagnosed. Although there was no clear associations found between soy products and breast cancer, those who had higher intakes of dairy milk were at a greater risk of developing breast cancer when compared to those who drank little to no milk. So, when all of your vegan friends tell you to drink soy milk or almond milk or some sort of milk alternatives, perhaps they may have a point. And I gotta say... Oh, that is whack! Well, what about our hearing? Well, according to New Yorker writer David Owen, it is easier than ever to cause hearing loss with everyday activities. That's not an overly uh, presumptive statement. I mean, we know how things have changed over the last hundred plus years. Uh, Sounds are a lot louder when we're talking about things like jet engines and trains that roll through our downtown here in Kamloops. There's a lot of reasons why we hear a lot louder and a lot more intrusive sounds in our lives. And of course now... You know, we got the uh, introduction of things like headphones and music, right? Like, we've been doing this for the last 40-plus years. Um, As someone who wears uh, headphones on a daily basis, i got to say there's a little bit of a concern when we're talking about how it is easier than ever to lose your hearing. Now, Owen goes on to say that people need to pay more attention to things that could damage their hearing and that the ripple effects of hearing loss can be enormous, not only for the person who lost their hearing, but for society as a whole. Well, what exactly does that mean? Hearing loss is bad for society? Well... A psychological professor at Concordia University and assistant director of the Canadian Consortium for Neurodegeneration and Aging says there has long been an association between hearing loss and cognitive decline. That is whack! Yeah, if there was a 10 decibel difference in hearing, it would be the equivalent of being two and a half years older in terms of your performance on an executive function test or close to two years older in terms of your memory performance. Like I was saying earlier, as someone who wears headphones on a daily basis, that is interesting. 
I'll leave it at that. That is interesting. Now, data from the Canadian Longitudinal Study on Aging also examined whether there is a link between hearing loss and social isolation. Owen says there is a condition, or sorry, Owen says there is a connection between the two and recalls interviewing a woman whose mother had terrible hearing problems. Although the cause of her death on her death certificate was Alzheimer's disease, this woman uh, whose mother had passed away of Alzheimer's actually said the real cause of her death was hearing loss. She said her life became so narrowed and so lonely that she basically died of that. That, my friends, that is. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine how lonely and how isolated one would feel without being able to hear. Uh, if I had to choose between hearing loss and vision loss, I would like to say I would probably choose hearing loss. Um, you know, I want to be able to see. I want to be able to know what's going on. I want to be able to look at the mountains and the lakes and the pretty pictures and all these things that exist. But hearing loss, I can understand how silence in your life all the time can be pretty lonely. It's a difficult choice. The old game of would you rather can always be a difficult one. And in this case, well, maybe I don't want to lose my hearing. Anyways, let's move on from this. That subject's maybe a little too close to home for me as someone who works in radio and, like I said, continues to wear earbuds on a near daily basis. How about a fun fact to end things off? Let's move things over. We were pretty negative talking about breast cancer, talking about hearing loss. Let's go over to something a little more entertaining. How about a fun fact to end things off? I could not believe this when I first found it out. But Bob Ross, everyone knows Bob Ross, the painter, right? We don't make mistakes. We have happy accidents. Well, he was almost as famous for his curly hair as he was for his paintings. But it was all a lie. Before he got famous, he permed his hair to save money on haircuts. And once it became his signature look, well, he, he stuck with it. Can you believe that? Because I, I can't believe it. Whack. Yeah, here's the history. So back in the early 80s, Ross was embarking on his new career as a painter and instructor after serving in the U.S. Air Force for 20 years. So his mentor, Bill Alexander, was preparing to retire, and he asked Ross to take over his classes. Ross had agreed and set out on tour across the country on his own motorhome. Now, he was traveling and teaching people the Alexander wet-on-wet technique, and he told his wife, Jane, at the time that he'd try this business out for one year, and if it didn't work, if he didn't make enough money, while well, he would return to Alaska. Now, success didn't come easy for Ross, or really at all during his time on the road. As a way of penny-pinching, Ross decided to save money on haircuts by getting his hair permed. Now, it's a bit of an unorthodox way of saving money, and one that probably wouldn't have lasted for Bob Ross for forever if it weren't for an emerging brand in need of some merchandise. Yeah, Bob Ross Company co-founder Annette Kowalski said it got a line of paints and brushes, and it decided to put Bob Ross's picture on it. The logo is a picture of Bob with that, you know, stylish 80s perm, so he could never get it cut after that, because he was the brand. Bob Ross wasn't too happy about that situation, so, you know, it sounds like he really had no choice but to keep the hair. You got out of line, you got whacked. Everybody knew the rules. Yeah, Ross was no fool, and he kept that fro because he knew that it was good for business, and he went on to maintain his trademark brushy hairdo for the rest of his life. Ross unfortunately died at the age of 52 back in July of 1995 due to complications from lymphoma, but, of course, at the time of his death, he was still rocking... That signature perm. Good for you, Bob Ross. Good for you. 
as we all know your very awesome lesson will play out one more time here we don't make mistakes we have happy accidents right on well this has been the february 26th edition of that's whack wednesday that's whack wednesday with jeff andreas